Uh, what's up, dudes? What's up, dude? What is going on, boys? Not much. Just watching some some four o'clock in the afternoon uh, Monday night football. Yeah, it seems like a normal day for us. We're uh, starting the pod. It's the, well, it's the third quarter. It's, the third <laughs> it's, uh, quarter. it's a little bit later than we normally get, but uh, after this. Vikings time, baby. Vikes Bears Monday night. We all got the purple on with the long sleeves underneath. A little cold in the basement. Very fashionable. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta watch out for those gusts of wind. We don't know what's gonna. It could be rough waters. I hear the weather's pretty good. Yeah, they said seven, like five to seven mile per hour gusts. Shouldn't be too crazy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I hope that we've got a a very entertaining first half, and they'll just turn it off at halftime if we're winning. Sounds like the right right move. Yeah, you know? just, just, I, I can't just handle another down. Thursday night meltdown. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that later. I wanted to give a quick shout out. Uh, it's a, a good friend of ours, good friend of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, birthday today, Jesse Wiggins. Yeah, you guys might know his twin, uh, Justin. He was on the pod. Yeah. Um, but big shout out to Jesse. Yeah. I'm super happy for you. Super happy it's your birthday. I hope you've got a great birthday, Jesse. Can't wait to hang out with you again. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jesse. We appreciate you a lot. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, we've got uh, here to check in on the uh, tight end bet. I think we could actually maybe just move on to the next section if you guys want. <laughs> I'm just picturing Zach. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I'm picturing Zach in a in a, you know some jorts and a tank top right now. Personally, <laughs> you know, I, I've got a goal to uh, to work out, get in better shape by this summer. You know, I'm getting married. Got to got to get things right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could look pretty good in the the jean shorts and the tank top. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I had a I had a little bit of a nice Thursday. Um, I mean, I, I didn't have any fantasy relevancy other than our bet. But man, uh, <laughs> Kelsey, one hundred ninety yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, it was doubly bad for me because that that essentially knocked me out of the the fantasy playoffs <laughs> going against a thirty six point tight end it on did. Thursday. You love that. And then it, it cost me uh, a significant. Uh, uh, disadvantage in this tight end bet we've got. Uh, just as a reminder, <laughs> Brayden's got Kittle, just killing it with 40 points over the last two weeks. Kelsey's got 40 points over the last two weeks. And Gronk's got 12. So I'm going to need a big final two weeks And this from Gronk. Not, you don't need duds from Kelsey and Kittle, but you basically need them to play pretty poorly. Yeah, because, I mean, Gronk could get you like a 20 and a 14, mm-hmm. but I'm currently behind by 28 total points yeah. from each of you. So. The only thing Dude, is, if only you would have picked Mark Andrews, you'd be in the lead. <laughs> <He's dominated. laughs> Mark Andrews with 53.6 points was, over was, the last two weeks. So I was Andrews, yeah, two straight weeks of 100 yards, two touchdowns. Dude, Tyler Huntley. Dominant. Dude, screw Kellen Mond. A new plan is Kellen Moore and Tyler Huntley. Yes. That, that is the OG squad. That's that's the Super Bowl winning team. He's only 23. Is he on contract after this year? I'm sure he is. But if not, man, he's putting on a good show. One year, 780K. That's all he's on right and, now? And he won quarterback of the week this week, Ooh. more or less. You know he's he getting a starting job next year. Maybe. I mean, with with the, the dual threat ability, right. that, like that, if you effectively use that, you should win 10-plus games, you know, regardless of if your team is all that good. It just you have a successful running quarterback dynamic, you can always win games. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he might be an exclusive rights free agent, actually. Yeah, I think there was a lot of hype about that, because, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, unreal. I mean, what did they say that that uh, Lamar's only hit that three times so far in his career? That that type of ceiling game. Yeah. So I mean, you he did that in fantasy this week. Now, to be fair, they were trailing to the Packers, still lost the game. Mm-hmm. It was sort of, um, sort of, kind of, you know, comeback territory where yeah. the defense wasn't maybe as you know tight on their defenders, kind of giving them a little bit more room. Who knows? But uh, it felt like that game against was it the Colts when they just had that crazy comeback when all of a sudden Lamar Lamar and Mark Andrews had like ten and five points in that last quarter they put on like thirty points yeah, that one crazy it was game cra- yeah they, it's kind of like Tyler Huntley was doing that and he was actually able to do it and yeah, then right. you know no, not a downgrade at all he's almost better for Andrews like in in some regards yeah, I mean, he's, he just hyper he's got a two game sample size and I would say he's trying, yeah, definitely better for Andrews. The uh, the previous game that he was out there, he was just, I mean, just straight hyper targeting on him. It's it's crazy, but it, it's a, a combo, you know, Taylor's oldest time, just like a a running backup quarterback just hitting the tight end. Yeah, you know, they've got two <laughs> options. They're gonna run it in the flats, and if the tight end's open, they hit him. Otherwise, they just gash you for hundred yards. Um, no, I think that. Uh, Let's not overreact here. Tyler Huntley is probably not the second coming of any good quarterback. Probably not. He'll just be top ten for the next ten years. (laughs) But if you can cash in on him as the Ravens in like a sign-in trade, you own his his rights. You could probably, if he plays any more games, even if he doesn't, maybe get him for like a second-round pick. You know what? It's to his benefit that Lamar comes back next week. There's no no better way. Can't go higher. (laughs) It's not going to go higher than it currently is. (laughs) Just blows up. Oh, I wanted to say too about Kelsey. It's crazy. You already were hearing the talk after just like a couple down games. It's all right. The crown is lost. You know he might not be the tight end one anymore. (laughs) He's washed. You know people are even saying that he looks slow on the field and all that stuff. And then did you see him just like taking that that overtime touchdown? Was pretty sick. It was crazy. It's just so you guys missed, took it to the house, 40 yards. It's just so funny how reactionary just everyone, because we have Twitter and everything, everyone is. So always just pay attention to those trends because people will literally be so reactionary, be tilting from day, from week to week in an insane fashion. But if you believe in the talent, just stick with them. Like my man Gary here <laughs> on the bets. <laughs> I had to stick with my guy. And he was the lowest hanging fruit. It was. <laughs> <laughs> was the number one tight end. For like the number last one five tight end years. For six straight years. Yeah. I just really had a lot of faith in him. Wow. Not a lot of belief. How bold. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it was first week of the playoffs. It was first week of the fantasy playoffs for normal leagues. For, for, for normal most, leagues, yeah. Most for most leagues, leagues now. It kind of um, be the playoffs uh, the last three weeks minus... The last week. Yeah, and it was kind of a weird week, which, uh, for fantasy, maybe the weirdest, but I'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, before that, going into the week, um, NFL was just kind of crazy. So, the, really crazy. Um, started off with the Urban Meyer firing. Yeah, well, um, well overdue. Well overdue. Uh, dude, the Josh Lambeau story about Urban Meyer kicking him. How did this come out? What, what grown man kicks another grown man is like a, a coaching style yeah. to tell him to get better. You're your kicker, and you kicked him you, in the calf before the game. Like the, the number one player you shouldn't kick. Right. I, I don't know, but um, he's gone. Yeah. Uh, thankful for everybody. And the Jags um, looked good. The Jags looked... They probably the Texans. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And they, they lost. Good. Yeah. <laughs> they look good. Still look good. They look good. Better. <laughs> it's better than Urban Meyer. It's better than Urban Meyer. And I'm just so glad he's out of the league now. <laughs> yeah. Well, never, never again. I... 
Well, a college team hire him? Probably. He'll yes, go to some, yes. like, some shitty college team, and then he'll get a really big contract with some big college team, and then he's yeah. going to quit after like two years or something. He doesn't seem like a very nice guy. No. But, um, so I'm not rooting for him. I'm definitely <laughs> not rooting for him, no. But I'm uh, sure he'll make a living after this. Uh, COVID kind of got really crazy this week. It um, did. It, it gave us a really great NFL schedule, though. Like this game yeah. we're watching right now. Yeah, I mean, we you get you get your you get your Thursday night game, which was fine. Mm-hmm. Only one of the Saturday Saturday games got taken away, so uh-huh. you still got a Saturday game. A lot of Sunday, two Monday, two Tuesday. Yeah, it's I mean, wild. Does it get any better than that? <laughs> if you have the free time to be able to watch uh, football eight out of ten days um, this this time of year, you know that's that's great. But it's a lot to follow up on every, yeah, every single it's, day. It is a lot easier when it's just Sunday and you just need one day to commit to football. Yeah. Um, I feel like I already missed most of the Thursday night games. And then, like, we catch, we catch like, two quarters of the Monday night games. <laughs> yeah. And then we're like, we're going to go to bed. <laughs> or we start late because of the pod. I, as, a gen, as a general fan of football, the more days, the better. You know, I'm, I'm not too upset with, with their schedule. I think that uh, NFL Tuesday night football... Is a thing that's not too far away. <laughs> really? Yeah. You think that this could regularly happen? Uh, not COVID <laughs> ravaging the league. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, t- Tuesday Tuesday night football might be a regularly scheduled game. Could you imagine playing a Sunday game and then a Tuesday game? It's <laughs> 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 the same week. Okay, you're right. You're right. They're the same week. You can play a Tuesday and a Sunday. You can play a Tuesday and a Thursday. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> That'd be the worst, worst schedule thing of all time. If no they one's, had, no one's ever even played a Monday and a Thursday. Probably. Some teams take the gamble. They play all. They play four games. They play Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday that week. If they win all they take, four, they're in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, they take a four week bye afterwards. And they're good to go. Uh, but yeah, COVID hit uh, certain players. Obviously, uh, Jalen Waddle. TJ Hawkinson, Elijah Moore, who was on IR anyway, um, but he's on COVID IR. The Browns had 19 players. Oof. The Rams had 19 players. Washington had 17 players. That's nuts. That's a lot of. The Vikings had 10. Um, I, th- I don't know if they're all. It's in their, They'll all get activated at different times depending on. Yeah. If they're activated or not, but. That's, yeah. a, that's a lot, man. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of COVID. I was freaking out. I don't know about you guys, but I was getting the notifications of what was going on around the league. It was just like, especially if it was someone on your team. Like I, when Odell got COVID, I have Cooper Cup on one of my teams. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, if I get a notification right now that Cooper Cup is out, and it just – Oh, true. No one was uh, – I know that everyone was on the edge of their seat this, this week, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. There's no way they let Cooper Cup sit. It's like Aaron Rodgers. It's <laughs> yeah. like, nah, he's playing. Yeah, and then there's no such thing as COVID for you. Did, didn't they uh, totally change the rules for next week? Because like anyone that's vaccinated doesn't even need to get tested. <laughs> yeah. yeah <they're> like, <laughs> no, if you're vaccinated and you have a booster, they're not requiring that you even test. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because we know how bad COVID can be. Yeah, this is like such a, a backwalk on like good safety protocols. <laughs> right. They're it's like, like nah, they don't care. We want to put on a good product. It's the playoffs. <laughs> the second it, it gets matter. tough, the second it's like, oh, we actually have to move games. No, okay. They clearly care more about the the money and the revenue of having football games than they do about the safety of, of players and families. That's the NFL. <laughs> I don't remember a week. 
this bad even last year when COVID first started. Where no. it was like this. I think they were also like, ooh, Nick Chubb a big run down to the Not bottom. a touchdown, and he still That's needs like chub. 30 more points. Yeah, Zach, he only needs like three more touchdowns for you to come back. In the second half. <laughs> you talk about the league. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, the fantasy playoffs. Um, yeah. I mean, it was week two of the fantasy playoffs for us, so the, the, we were deciding the first matchups. Winner this week goes to the finals of the top two games. Two losers go to the toilet bowl. Yeah. And um, yeah. Uh, unfortunately for me, um, after uh, the, the first week of uh, my opponent Justin having Jonathan Taylor on by, I was still losing by 25. Yeah. And then he just crushed me again with Kelsey this week. So. And then he got to get Jonathan Taylor back, too. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. That 60-yard touchdown. 70-yard to touchdown. 73-yard touchdown to end the game was pretty nice. I was so pissed, like, because I was like, okay, as long as this player busts, this player busts, this player busts, I, mean, I could maybe catch up. Uh, yeah, you being down 38 would still be really tough to come back from, mm-hmm. but it's a lot more doable than 55. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, it's a true statement. If you... Dude, I mean, Chubb and Devonta could both go for 30. It could. I, I started as high-ceiling guys as I could, but then when Alvin Kamara puts up a four and Gronk yeah. puts up a four last yeah, night, I needed at least one of those guys to blow up. Yeah, it's not going to do it. So I'm I'm out. Um, Matt and uh, and Eric, they were – Matt was projected to dominate. Yeah. And he still is. Um, Matt's up nine. He's got Stafford – Dalvin Cook and Cooper Cup versus Josh Jacobs and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, okay. So I, I mean, nine that times feel out of ten, really good. Probably ninety-nine times out of a hundred. Yeah, I know. you get the quarterback in there too, who's like been a pretty good quarterback this year. I mean, he's probably gonna get you fifteen. Which sure. Now you're up seventy. <laughs> two, two versus two. So the, the top Cooper Cup. The top two guys all season uh, are meeting in the championship. That's poetic. Um, We've got Mitch just dominating, man. <laughs> just the worst to first in the losers bracket. I think that he would the only team he wouldn't beat in this two week playoff would have been Justin. Exactly. Like just his team and, is just on fire. In that last episode, I threw up an offer. I'm gonna buy that man a, a box combo from Raising Canes if he leads our league in, in points in the playoffs. All right, that's, a, that, that's I got a lot of faith in him. Yeah, that's a, that's a solid team. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately for Chris, he's probably going to be out. Probably going to be out. Uh, and so will Keaton. And Keaton. Dude, Chris, a Chris Keaton finals. We might have to have Keaton on the pod one more time. I know he's been on twice, but yeah. uh, if he's really in that toilet bowl and it comes down to, to week 17, it might be fun to pick his brain. The hot Funny. seat. That's true. That's true. Um so yeah, that, that should be fun. Uh, looking forward to uh, seeing how that shapes out. Let's uh, let's talk about this last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll just start with like some of the bigger games, then we can talk about specific players if we want. That just makes more sense. Uh-huh. Uh, dude, Chiefs Charger, Chiefs Chargers, just an epic Thursday night. Game. Yeah, pretty much everyone scored well. Yeah. I mean, if, if you had a, a star on either of those teams, you're probably pretty happy with the player or the result you got. Well, I mean, people, Mike Williams dropped a touchdown, which would have helped. Yeah. He ended up not having a great week. He's but. still, like, at that average mark. But, um, you know, Keaton yeah. Allen and Austin Eckler were both kind of, like, questionable going into the week. Right. And they both got with 16 and 20 yeah. and for both of them. Yeah, I think 17 for each, yeah. something like that. I mean, that's, that's a great week. And then, obviously, you got the Chiefs, who went just ballistic. Insane. <laughs> Patty scores over 30. 
Uh, Tyree Kill is 28. Travis Kelsey's 36. Like those are just huge weeks for half point half point PPR. Yeah, Clyde kind of dropped back to earth, I think, just because the yeah. passing offense they, went they, off. They needed to go. Yeah, but it wasn't like a complete dud. That was, that was a good game though. Uh, Chiefs winners of seven straight. I mean, who's better, Chiefs or Dolphins? They were they were two and four, <laughs> weren't they? At one point, they started out two and four. Yeah, another nine and four, nine and four. And yeah, but was... I think the Dolphins, Garrett, you're overlooking something. Dude, they were like <laughs> one and five. Right, the Dolphins are winners like of eight six. And six. I mean, so, they did beat the Jets this week, <laughs> barely, <laughs> barely. Um, but dude, where did Duke Johnson come from? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the name. The He's deep on the waiver wire. <laughs> Very deep. The Duke of Week 15. And, and we've seen it before, though. We've seen it before, but we were he was being talked about a little bit as, like, hey, he might get the bulk of the carries if Gaskin and Ahmad are both actually out. Salvin Ahmed? Ahmed, Ahmad? Ahmed, I think. Ahmed. Ahmed? Mm. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you got those two um, who might be out. Duke Johnson getting the early carries for the week and now leading into the week. And then they're both back. At least Gaskin was back. Okay. So Gaskin owners are like, plug and play Gaskin. Great yeah. matchup against the Jets. Nope, Duke Johnson. Just Duke Johnson. <laughs> it was crazy, too, because he had, I remember last year with the Texans, and I don't know how good the line was for the Texans that year, but I remember he had some chances where he actually got a pretty decent load, but he did nothing. I mean, he was so inefficient, and then he, for him to put up, I mean, even if he started, I was like, even though it's a bad, bad Jets D, Duke Johnson, I don't know about this. you know. Here's and he just was a stud. I think we should know by now that whoever gets 15 or more carries against the Jets is going to dominate. Right. You, you should start that player. So yeah. I don't know how you know confident I feel in starting Duke Johnson next week. He did no. get signed officially yeah, by the team. Um, but do you know who plays the Jags or the Jets next week? Uh-oh. The Jags. <laughs> oh, wow. It's going to be a great matchup. James Robinson, yeah. baby. That was the perfect time to fire Urban, though, because like, what if he does go on a two-game win streak? Mm-hmm. Against the Texans and, J- or, and Jets. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah. It's tough to fire somebody after two straight wins when you've only won two all year. That's so true. But they didn't win. But they didn't <laughs> win, and they didn't ever been Meyer. But he's already gone. So. I, I really just want to see Trevor Lawrence uh, bounce back and finish strong. I, I would like to see him succeed. Maybe sure. throw a touchdown pass. He still <laughs> kept his touchdownless streak going. It's wow. not seven games. Seven games. Or he's one had one total in seven touchdown games. Yeah, passing seven touchdowns. Games. That's so wild. Seven and he was like the sure thing. Remember, like early coming into the year, and you look at like ESPN's predictions. And this was when they had DJ Chark as a pretty solid receiver for the year. Lavisca Chenault was climbing up boards. Marvin Jones was climbing up boards. All of them drafted. Um, they projected 35 touchdowns for Trevor Lawrence, Ooh, which is ridiculous. Year? Ridiculous <laughs> projection to begin it's with. A high bar. Uh, uh, your boy got in. First time or a second time? Uh, first time. <laughs> Bummer. Um, but yeah, either way. Um, 35 touchdowns, and he's, is he at 10? Does he have 10 touchdowns? This he year? probably doesn't. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, he's only got one in seven one games. It's, it's not a good start to he get He might be game. right in the other six. He's probably dog. got around 10. So he's probably about 11 or 12, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Nine? I would, I would nine, say nine. nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, not wow. great. I Vegas mean, missed on that. I mean,. And I think it's more a product of the team and the coaching I, I do than the, the talent. I, I, I mean, believe in him. He was up there with the Andrew Lux and Peyton Mannings of like the the quarterback prospects. Right. Like, he's been so hyper focused since being a true freshman. 
Yeah, and at least uh, you know that he didn't like Urban Meyer and he knew that he was a cancer because you just get nervous sometimes with these guys when they have a year and they just their confidence is just shattered by a terrible coach. You know, like opposed, as opposed to Mac Jones where he comes in, he's set up for success with Bill Belichick and he just starts off on a roll. It's, like, it's so tough to dig yourself out of that hole, that really career. just Now, unlike a Josh Rosen, you're not getting the number one overall pick and there's a Kyler Murray sitting in this draft. No, like you're getting a number one pick, but there's not a Kyler Murray or somebody that is a no-brainer draft in this draft as a quarterback. So Absolutely. you're going to have a, at least one to two more years of Trevor Lawrence. They just oh, spent yeah. a first overall pick on him. Like he's going to get an opportunity. He's probably going to be pretty good. But he's, yeah. Rosen got like a shit end. I mean, Rosen hasn't done well anywhere, <laughs> but he he got he drew a really bad card. Like shit. that team just wasn't good. He wasn't great either. But a starting quarterback being done after one year, Garrett, a first-round pick, that's wild. I don't want to accuse you of anything, but you sort of sound like a Josh Rosen fan apologist over here. I, I, you, like, you know he's not good. Oh, right? I think he's, he's obviously <laughs> terrible. However, what I'm saying is, I don't, I'm not saying Trevor Lawrence is Josh Rosen. Sure. <laughs> no, I can get behind that. I, I just... There's the, oh, I was a Josh Rosen fan tr- going into the draft. Right. And, and there was some validity back in the, those days. Um, and I also was not a Josh Allen believer. And look what happened. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, yeah, I wasn't either. Yeah. Those. Yeah, those quarterbacks are coming due. Um, I know Baker's kind of in those contract negotiations. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't want to sign Baker. It's a long-term deal. Yeah. Uh, that's tough. Uh, like, I feel like you get just as much production out of your Case Keenum and your Nick Mullins. Like, I think the team is actually good. I think the quarterback slows him down a little bit. I think he's like, he's like a Garoppolo. Okay. Yeah. I guess to me, the only the only argument is that with the case, Mullins, that you kind of know they are who they are kind of thing. Sure. Baker might still have some untapped potential, but, I mean, I would take Kirk over Baker any we uh, contract aside, let's 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 yeah, the contract aside. What Jack says is not not something you can do. <laughs> contract what? aside, what do you? I'm, what Zach believes is the only thing you can do. No, you can't I know. I, that's what I'm saying. What well, I just said. I said Zach doesn't believe in putting contract aside. Right, because you can't. Right, but that's what we're saying. Yeah. Um, and then I'd rather have Garoppolo. I'd rather have Garoppolo than Baker Mayfield. If uh, I, if I were the Browns, Grapple's yeah, won. Grapple's got, got you there. Grapple's got one year, 25 mil left on his deal. I'm not talking about the contract. And Baker would be a, a, a free agent. So you'd have to pay Baker 35, or 35 yeah. for a one-year deal. Yeah, I mean, he probably won't get a one-year deal. Or Garoppolo he for might. 25. He, he wouldn't surprise me at all if he got franchise tagged. Like, that's probably what you got to do if you're the Absolutely. Browns. Yeah. I think that's, Franchise that's tag him. You, 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 the Cousins you, you, method. You get one more thing. You see what he's got. Maybe you, you structure a deal where it's, like, two years, 100 mil, but, like, 50 mil is only guaranteed. Like, after after two years, you can cut him for very minimal losses, sure. and you only pay him 60 mil for the two years. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, other games. Colts over Patriots Saturday night. Kind of surprising. Um, they, they, they got just got stopped from the beginning. Like, they were down, and, and the Patriots just aren't a team that I would trust coming back. Like, they're not a team that's going to put up a ton of points. Now they did, kind of, um, come back, but not really. Braden argued last week that they were the best team in the AFC over the Chiefs. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think they're one of the best, yeah. Yeah, 
Um, do you I, still feel that the Patriots are the best team? I think. Go ahead. In I'll the AFC, uh, definitely not with the with the come from behind. That's for sure. I know um, Jones definitely seemed to lose that game for them too. He threw a couple just really bad picks, um, but. I, got, I didn't remember explicitly saying that, they were, <laughs> that the Patriots are above the Chiefs. Rewind the tape. <laughs> I think I said maybe they could make it to the Super Bowl, which doesn't inherently mean they're a better team than the Chiefs. But regardless, I mean, this definitely – my stocks are a little lower on the Patriots. Okay, we all like we, we all liked the Patriots, the Patriots. last week. I still am not like it's over with the Patriots. Like yeah. One thing that absolutely turned the tide in that game was a, it was a second quarter – um, interception in the red zone by Mac Jones. Before that, though, it was 7-0. They're going down the field. Mac Jones throws a dime to Jacoby Myers yep, down, down the sideline. Just a perfect throw. Yep. Dropped. Oof. Next play, punt block touchdown. Oh, my like, God. That, 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 is a, that is a game turnaround event. Like, that's not, that's not something easy to come back from. Now, like I said, down 14, the Patriots are probably one of the last teams that I want in the league. Like they're gonna they're gonna kill a ton of time if they stick to their guns and, and run. But if you stop the run, they're not gonna beat you in the air. They're like yeah. the reverse Vikings, where <laughs> <laughs> like if it's close at the end, they can hold a lead with good coaching. They always hold a good lead, <laughs> but they don't like just pop off and then lose their lead like right. The Vikings but we're do. always gonna come back. We're gonna make it close. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but then we're gonna do bad game management at the very end and lose it. Mm-hmm. But these were both really exciting games. Like the Chiefs-Chargers, there was a big fourth quarter comeback. And then Colts-Patriots, that Jonathan Taylor run to seal it. And yeah, that was, that, that was, that was so bad. I mean, terrible for that. I mean, dude, that trade looks worse and worse every week. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. The Justin's won 13, 14 straight weeks <laughs> on Jonathan Taylor's back. Garrett, after that Jonathan Taylor touchdown, I got to turn on my Minnesota Timberwolves destroying the Los Angeles Lakers and I without Ant. I was able to sleep all right that night. So <laughs> it was cathartic. Timberwolves are back on a five game win streak. I don't know how they do it. I love it. It's fun to watch. It's great. But I gotta say it had to be disappointing for those Ramondre Stevenson oh, owners yeah. where you thought he was getting the full load. It was all good. I mean he did, but it just It wasn't the game that they wanted. It just went terribly. It did. And then Nick Folk, too. Nick Folk was human for yeah. once, too. Put up five that, points. That's like, that's like kicker number one on the year. Yeah, Every, everybody thinks he's young way coo, and then <laughs> yes. all of a sudden it comes to the playoffs. You, you got your week. sure thing of 11 points, and he puts up like two or something? <laughs> it was five. So five. it wasn't a oh, it wasn't killer, awful. but But it's still, ten less than his average, right. <laughs> it feels yeah. like. So rough. Um, Lions crushed the Cardinals. That was, that was the craziest crazy. thing ever. I mean... <laughs> People were, like, counting on Kyler Murray to go off or James Conner, who just had a monster game. And then the, the new wide receivers that people could have added off, you know, the waivers in, in some leagues with Christian Kirk and A.J. Green being Ooh, available. Christian Kirk did have a great game, but, yeah. Yes. Um, but they just got owned. They did. <laughs> Bad. Um, I, I didn't get to watch the game, but heard about just terrible coaching um, from Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. Um, and just, like, not being aggressive enough at all. But, dude, I don't know. There's something about these Lions that, like, I like Dan Campbell a lot. I'm a, I'm a Dan Campbell fan. <laughs> Everyone that meets him and talks about him says the same thing. But, like, 
They still lost their first like nine. They, they did, games but this is and... clearly the least talented team in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This receiving core is awful. But now they've got Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Josh Reynolds leading the way week after week. Beast in this, fantasy. All year Plug we've, and play. We've been focusing on trying to find the rookie wide receiver that, that owns the fantasy playoffs. Amon Ross no St. Brown. No one was picking Amon Ross St. Brown after the draft, after the first five weeks, after the first ten weeks, and now Amon Ross St. Brown is winning people championships. Absolutely. It's, it's out of nowhere. Who would have who thought? And Not Go- me. Goff's actually able to throw the ball out of Guys, nowhere. He's getting like a 33... Uh, this is a stupid Twitter stat, but okay. like it's, a, it's a still a stat that's a uh, fancy what people care about. Target share. He's got like a 33% target share for his team over these last three games. Wow. He's putting up Cooper Cup numbers, and it's just wild. Is, is TJ Hawkinson going to be out, he's for, out the for the year? So, I mean, it's, it's a Monroe yeah. St. Brown. It is. It absolutely is. Yeah, and I, I almost think that Hawkinson being out is almost, it almost might have improved the offense in a way where obviously they had to have a wide receiver emerge, but I think that maybe he felt less handicapped to, to throw it to TJ or something. But it's just weird seeing them just suddenly unleashed. Unleashed. <laughs> they uh, did it on the Vikings, they did it on the Cardinals. They go, they go Falcon Seahawks over the next two weeks. Those so are both very vulnerable defenses. defenses. <laughs> Can we get a, like an Amon Ra St. Brown Town soundbite? For Amon Ra St. Brown Town. <laughs> um, that was it. You got to flip that, that and just re- yeah, throw it live there because yeah. we totally have those capabilities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Falcon Seahawks, and then if like DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams don't come back either, Craig Reynolds has been really good I don't in the last two weeks. I can't. We're not gonna recommend any doll or any lions. Uh, just wait till you say the see the people that I recommended starting on your waiver wire. Oh boy, <laughs> it's those two. Do you, do you have a list? Should we skip to it quick? Um, we could talk about next week. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We talked about Dolphins, Jets, Packers, Ravens. We kind of talked about, but the Ravens did it again. They go for two oh to win God. the game, <laughs> and, and they lose. Don't get it. <laughs> they don't get it. They've done that twice this year. What are we doing? That's <laughs> giving away <laughs> two free wins. You have Justin Tucker. You know you're going to make it. you got to at least force the other team to earn that win. You just gave it to them by just not getting your free extra point. It's obviously the philosophy to and go for two in that situation. But when you're 0-2 from it, it looks like a pretty stupid philosophy. If you do this in the playoffs and you don't get it and you go for two in uh, the playoffs... You go home... Like, yeah. what coach thinks that's the right right move? You can't. The NFL put it in the rules to give you a chance. They right. put in the field goal rule to give both teams a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you're just like, nah, fuck it. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna, they're going to get a touchdown if we don't score right here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad way to play. Yeah, I think um, they've been putting a lot of stock into the no corners thing. And it's, I mean, I get it if it's your philosophy and you have Lamar, but just having your backup quarterback, even though he Tyler Huntley's a god, apparently, um, it just, well, that was definitely surprising to me. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, though, absolutely on fire these last however many weeks. I think he's been one of the top fantasy quarterbacks of the last four weeks or so. Just unreal. And so he's been turning it on. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool. Um, last one. Shank. <laughs> Shanks. The Shanks? The Shanks? They shanked the Bucks this week. I know that. They, uh, yeah. they shut out the Bucks. And that just goes back to what we talked about last week, that 
even the top-heavy best teams in the NFC could still just lose to anyone they in could. the AFC. They could. They could lose to anyone. I mean, they lost to a under 500 Saints team was it in nine a to shutout zero? fashion, nine to zero. Terrible score. Was, it, was that at home too? They were home. The yeah, Bucks were, the Bucks were home. Like that's the easiest slam the home team. You win that every single time bet, and it didn't happen. Uh, what's our friend's name from uh, from Luke's bachelor party? Um, he's a big fan of the pod. B- big Bucks fan. Yeah. Well, uh, well, it's Seth. Yes, thank Seth, you, Garrett. I was, Seth, I knew it was Seth all along. We, yeah, we, no, we, we didn't forget that. Follow we were thinking of a different story, but <laughs> right. don't worry. He was the one who mentioned the first time that it's the Saints that always play well against the Bucks, wasn't it? Is yeah. that who they were playing uh, next week? Yes. And he was big yeah. on Jameis. He was. And then here we go again, I 9-0. Think, I think the Saints at home are a big argument, but even they, they struggle the against Saints. the Saints. Right. I mean, yeah. They're, are they in the same division? Yes. Yeah, those divisional games. Right. Um, if you it's, like, it's like the Minnesota Vikings and the Bears. Like the, yeah. we're just gonna always struggle against the Bears, yeah, even if like they're way. bad. Um, but if you would have said that the Bucks put up nine or the Saints put up nine points and the Bucks lost, just oh, unreal. Yeah, you would have never guessed. And but you never already not that. having a touchdown. I guess that, that's probably crazier than Detroit winning in Ar- or against Arizona. Oh, I, I, I would have sure. more. I would have. Put higher stakes on that than the Bucks getting shut out at home. For sure. To to be fair, the Lions became I think the first team either in NFL history in the last fifty years or so to be a one or less win team and get a win over a ten or more win team. Sure. This late in the like year, it was very unprecedented. Yeah, bad teams don't beat good teams this late in the year. Right. But I I hear you. No, I mean, neither upset should have happened at all, and and they both did. Yeah. Oh, I gotta throw out there really quick back to the Packers. If uh, Marquez Valdez Stan- Scantling is out in the the wire, I think he's worth checking out. I hate him. Yeah. I know, I do too. I, just, uh, I, just I started too. him last week and dropped him this week, and I hate him. And, yeah. and he's Packers, so I just I hate him. I was wrong. Cool. I was just one week off on, on telling you when to start him, Zach. Um, yeah, I hate him too. Before we go to next week, we talked about we gotta talk about we, we, the Vikings this week. Well, I, we will. We will. That's technically next week. We haven't seen the game yet. Right? No, we're right. still in the I same know, week. It's Wait. not next week. I know. Hold on. Uh, we were talking about how crazy this first week of the playoffs were, mm-hmm. but we haven't talked really all that much about who played well and who were like the absolute duds. Like this week was awful. Oh, it was insane. Awful. Like, one of the. I think. Um, NFL Red Zone said it was the fewest amount of touchdowns scored on a Sunday ever. There was only seven quarterbacks that scored over 18 points. <laughs> um, Cam Newton and jo- Jared Goff well, were two of them. Jared, and Tyler still, Huntley. We still have three more games, four more games that, left that, this week. That, that's true. That's true. Um, but, yeah, I mean, some of these other, like, the, the receivers, the ones that went off, Brandon Cooks, Gabriel Davis, Christian Kirk, Amon Ross St. Brown, Russell Gage, MVS, Tyler Boyd, those are all top 12 plays this week. <laughs> Josh in- Reynolds. Insanity. When you hit playoffs, you're not wanting to play the dart throw wide receiver that is stealing. You're pretty much going for the guy you think is going to be the safest and not give you a dud. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And none of those guys qualify really for me, except mm-hmm. for maybe the... Brandon Cooks is the Brandon only Cooks, one. Brandon Cooks, yeah. Brandon the Cooks, rest, you get, you know, uncomfortable starting him. But, but, I don't know. The rest, 
you're, those are not guys that you're plug and play every day. So probably to, not to no. actually have them in your lineup in the playoffs. You're probably like the six seed upsetting the one seed sort of thing. And, and, and I mean, dude, dude, honestly, running backs weren't all that different. You got Duke Johnson go off, Jeff, Jeff Wilson, who had already given you two duds as the starter. You would have never. You can't start him again. Devin Singletary, like those three are top six plays so far this week. <laughs> wow. Holy cow. And, and <laughs> these were the also the only running backs, those like six or three and then three more, which were... Uh, Jonathan Taylor, James Robinson, Austin Eckler. That scored over 15 points. That's it? That's it. Oh, my so God. So far, there's been six running backs in, what, 10 games, 12 games? Cool. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but even more so, and why everybody was awful this week, was the worst performances of the week. Yeah. Let me hear them. Yeah. Uh, quarterbacks. Kyler, Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, Taysom Hill, Tom Brady. Those are all pretty surefire starts. And they're basically all under 12, most of them being under 5. Yeah. That's With Tom nuts. Brady. Uh, well, not most of them, but yeah. But I, I I would say that, you know, there was at least three or four playoff teams in, you know, six-man playoffs that were starting those quarterbacks. Yeah, Kyler, Taysom Hill, Tom Brady. I think all of those, even Dak. Even Dak, yeah. I mean, Dak's been really bad lately. Like, really bad. Like, you shouldn't keep starting him, but it's Dak, so you keep starting him. Yeah. Like, you, you, he's a high-drafted quarterback who puts up high performances, and he just hasn't. Um, running backs, not as surprising coming off the IR was Michael Carter, but Devonta Freeman's been really solid for you. Cordero, Najee Harris, Alvin Kamara, Ramondre Stevenson, who got that late start, Gaskin, Joe Mixon, Barkley, Saquon Barkley, CEH, James Conner, all had under eight points. You're, you were talking for a very long time, and I think that proves your point that like a lot of startable running backs were bad. Under eight points. <laughs> that's, Holy, that's that, that's a terrible week for a running back. Like, if you get eight points as your starting running back or your RB one, even you're just like, okay, well, I probably lost. Garrett, but it happened to everybody. Yeah, no, this is a bad week. Thankfully, we still have three more games, and maybe you get your, your Dalvin Cooks boosting these these guys' numbers up. Um, yeah, maybe we just chalk it up to the crazy schedule this week and move on, and you yeah. still start your good guys next week. Absolutely. I don't know. But, like, yeah, Jamar Chase, Michael Pittman, Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, Chase Claypool, and Jerry Judy all had under two points. <laughs> Half point PPR. Under two. That means they had a catch for less than 15 yards. And that's, and that's it. it. <laughs> Even the Jerry ever, Judy didn't get a catch. Even the ever-dependable Deontay Johnson, who has never hit this entire year, he hasn't had under 10, half, 10 points and a half point PPR, got under 10 points. Dude, this is uh, the worst week. It's terrible. On top of that, you had people that had COVID, you know, top players go on COVID IR and all that stuff, so you're just like, you know, just kicking people while they're down, so I mean, it was... Yeah, with with late season injuries too, you know, I lost um, DeAndre Hopkins this week, Elijah Moore last week, like, you're you're relying on your, your, you know, Jamar Chases and Amari Coopers to get you 10 to 20 points, and... Uh, Didn't get it. <laughs> this was a good it. week to have a, a bye in the playoffs. Yes, it was, let's go. Or a top tight end. Or top, or top, top tight end. You won. If you had a top tight end, you won. Yeah. Um, all right. Now we can talk about the Vikings. All right, because we're still in this week, baby. We're we're we got one more game Guys, to, to we, catch up on teams. We got a game in forty five minutes. Hey, right around the corner. 
getting a little, little jazzed over here, getting ready for a little game time snap. Yo, Ariana. Oh, the 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 Greek food, not the singer. Yeah, not Ari- <laughs> no, Ari- Ariana Grande. She's doing the halftime. She's doing halftime. She's coming over at halftime. She's, half half she's gonna be on the pod later. <laughs> Have a grande time. Yeah. Um, are we only really missing Alexander Madison with the COVID IR? Sounds like oh, it. Uh, yeah. I and I mean, we missed him last week and <laughs> dominated. So hopefully the the trend continues and we can put up. 29 points by the end of the third quarter and have a 29 point lead. Um, Adam Thielen, Kellen Mond, Davis Wyatt, not important. Um, yeah. Not, okay. not, not a whole lot. But that's telling that Adam Thielen will probably hopefully be back next week because he wasn't put on the three week IR. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and I but bet a lot of people are, a lot of people are uh, excited for Justin Jefferson and I hoping that they can. He can pull their team out of just the depths of terribleness and into the into the playoffs. Guys, I want him to get 200 yards. That is a high <laughs> ask. But <laughs> it is, he already should have had a 200-yard game. Should have. And now the the matchup tonight is juicy. I mean, this, I mean, given the injuries and COVID or whatever they have, they they have five secondary players inactive, including their two starting safeties. They're two starting corners and their slot corner. Oh like, boy, those are great Justin players. Justin Jefferson too. is going to feast. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're going to try to triple cover him and just take and then, the one on ones with the KJ Osborne and, and Tyler Conklin. But just go I think the feasting is going to happen. It's going to happen either way. He's just that good. The emergence of Kronk is tonight. <laughs> if they're playing in like a double zone, he's going to find the hole. So I got a question. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. Where do you rank him in your top receivers in the NFL? We've talked about this once or twice on the pod before. Yeah. And, I mean, if you think of the top fantasy scorers of the season, you've got Cooper Cup, Cup. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, Debo Samuel. Yeah. Debo and and J.J., no one thought they would be in this top five conversation. Well, J.J. J.J. was more likely. But J.J., just because he doesn't have that that history of multiple multiple seasons of proving his dominance, I would put him at like the number two spot behind Devontae Adams. That's exactly where I have him. I think he is the second best receiver in football behind Devontae Adams. Wow. Who, who did you guys say? Who did you say those top three? You said Devontae Adams, Tyreek, and who was the other one? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. That's that's the one that's tough for me is Cooper Cup right now, but that's a more emergence of this this year. And I think I think it's part of it's the offense and how they use him. Whereas JJ is either slaughter outside and he just beats everybody. And now the thing is, we don't watch a lot of Rams games. We don't. Yeah. And so um, Cooper Cup, I'm sure, is as wide open as Adam Thielen sure. is on our team and, and Justin Jefferson. Great route runners. Like we always know when they're open and. Cooper Cup's probably better than that. Yeah, he's like an Adam Thielen or Julian Edelman or a Wes Welker. I was going to say um, like an Antonio Brown, but that's not, that doesn't fit that lunch pail. Yeah. He's I a mean, grinder. First he is having out. an historic level season, so that, that we got to play that in there. So that, that's why I have pause, but it's still tough to put. Even then, it's still Justin Jefferson. I'd probably put Devon, Devontae, Jefferson, uh, Devontae Cup and then Jefferson right now. Um, it in uh, Justin Jefferson's defense, I think that all three of those teams, the, the Packers, the uh, Chiefs, and the Rams, I think all three of them would trade their top receiver for Justin Jefferson right now. 
He's so young. He's in year yeah. two of his rookie deal. And those other really established guys, they're kind of 28 through 31 years old, like in the back half of their career. Yeah. I think all of them would take Justin Jefferson and, and just build that future around him, which is very exciting as a Vikings fan. I agree. I do agree. I mean, how uh, when have you seen someone break out like this at 22? Just unreal. Yeah. I mean, well, we've seen it, you know, with Odell Beckham and uh, Randy Moss. Uh, hopefully he's got a little bit more Moss in him <laughs> than he does OBJ. Oh, um, but, man, the future's bright. Uh, what do you guys think predictions for the, the game tonight? I think we win. Okay. I, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I don't we're, think it's that far fetched to like say that. Like we're better than the Bears. We're we, seven point road favorites. I know, but we just have a we have a such a terrible history at Soldier Field, and we keep doing this every single year. We're like, oh, we're better than the Bears. No. Then we go to Soldier Field, then we <laughs> d- fucking lose. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's every single time. Yeah, that's so true. So it's like, <laughs> do I want to sit here and do the same thing over and over and over? No. <laughs> That's the so last six times. Literally, probably the last six years. I actually think we are going to win this time. It yeah. doesn't sound like you're bitter at all about these road games. <laughs> well, dude, we, lost, we, lost, we lost that bet to Austin that one time. We thought it was the easiest bet of all time. Oh, sure. Yeah. There's so many times, because it's always also, the Bears game is always one of the last games of the season, if not the last game of the season, and we're like hyped, like we're really, you know, we're like usually a pretty decent team, we're like, alright, we're going to crush these guys and go to the playoffs on a high note, and then we just get wrecked <laughs> every time. Yeah, if, if we could play the Bears twice in like the first six weeks and didn't have to play them at the end, we could maybe get on a run and maybe, you know, have a, a playoff push, but if we play them at the end of the year, they're just going to they're gonna tear us down. Right. They're, they're, they're like the team that's just going to end all of our chances this season. They're, they're the, the nail no on the road that just, you're going full speed speed and it pops your tires. This is also the game that you are like, okay, maybe we're going to do okay. And then our offensive line gets destroyed and our quarterback looks like shit. <laughs> like this is this is this game. Kirk Cousins worst Prime game time as a Viking. I think was last year, 2 when, years ago. Or, Prime when, time at Soldier yeah. Field. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah oh my bad. God. That was so <laughs> bad. Yeah. That was we went like five of thirteen in the first half, and we were down like twenty-one zippers. He was making like three sixty no scope interceptions <laughs> yeah. in the red zone. Like, what are you doing? He, he's like, oh, this will be the first game where like I'll be aggressive and I'll make good passes, and he just was so bad. I think if you were pick six early, like I don't know, but I, I do think we win. I think we win. I'm not even. We're gonna win close. I was gonna say we were gonna win by a lot because we should, but we're the Vikings. We're just gonna be a close game. I will. I will be absolutely shocked if it's not a one possession game. <laughs> oh, totally. prediction. Greg the leg wins the game for us in the windy city. In the windy city. We're all just like, why are we here right now? Like, why kicking, is this happening? We're gonna be kicking a field goal to win. It's like 55 to, to, yards. Like, to not lose. We're gonna be like 19 to 20, and we need this to win. <laughs> And he's going to nail it. Wow. <laughs> but no one believes in him. Yeah. <laughs> like the Lions game. Perfect. Um, no, that's yeah. my prediction. I am. Um, I also believe we're going to win. Honestly, if it wasn't for their starting secondary being out, I might feel a little different. Um, but since that is happening, I do think that it's going to be – I think we're going to win. But I do think, you know, we lost Michelle Breeland. I know it's not a, necessarily a major loss. He's not like he's been – He's probably been our worst corner, but I mean, that was the best news of the week. We, we talked about it yet. We caught Rashad Breeland. Finally, his terrible 
awful man that he is. I, a cancer of a uh, cancer of a teammate. Oh, I don't know about that, but at least for the community. For <laughs> 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 the community likes this guy. Right, we all he hated was the him. worst. Everyone hated the shot. Um, but um, yeah, so with him out, I mean, even having even worse cornerback depth, I mean, that makes me a little nervous. So I think I could see. If if Fields and Nagy wasn't you know if Fields wasn't so inconsistent and Nagy wasn't so incompetent, Nagy. I would feel uh, I would feel like this could be a shootout, but it could go either way. I think overall we're gonna win by I, hopefully a healthy margin, or we'll get an early lead and then we'll give up the lead later on. I think uh, if Justin Fields plays well tonight, um, Garrett's prediction of a last second field goal is is kind of spot on, um, and. Justin Fields very well could. He's shown some solid promise, like yeah. maybe the second best rookie quarterback at, at, at times so far this year. Um, I don't want him to play well, and we've got you know a good secondary to keep the top on the defense. I, I think that we'll hopefully be able to handle him, and we'll be up 10 with two minutes to go. They score and don't get the onside kick. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, we, suck, we do suck against mobile quarterbacks, so that's the one. Uh, that, that's that's true. Um, that's, that's a, just gotta shut down a rookie mobile quarterback, and I think they're just they're not as adapted to the NFL speed yet. So we got some look, crazy dogs running down here. Yeah, they, they wanted to get some words in. <laughs> they have a lot of feelings about this Vikings game yes, right they now. Do. Um, and then we we might as well talk about the next game too. Adam, what's up, man? Hey, a l- little late doing? addition to the pod. Well, you, you just you just the missed, wild card. You just missed Bears talk. Oh, um, but what's your prediction for the night's tonight's game? You know, it's tough to say. Uh, it's something. It's a game that they sh- definitely should win. But uh, if they've demonstrated anything, they can beat any team. But they can also lose to any team. <laughs> oh yeah. So give us a score. I think they're going to race out at first. Um, by like two touchdowns, Cleveland's gonna catch up somehow, um, and then later in the game, the Bikes will run away with it. So I'm gonna guess. Like 28-14. All right, sweet. Let's get it. When we're all optimistic going into the game tonight, we'll. Uh... I'll throw out my score like a, like a 24 to 21. Awesome. Brayden, you got a score? Did you give a score? <sighs> I'm going to say 24-17. I'm 20-19, baby. I'm, <laughs> 20 I'm, I'm, I'm riding with this. Greg the leg. Love that. Uh, all right. But before we talk to our listeners again, we're going to play another game. Okay. Um, we, the Vikings play again next Sunday before our next pod. That's so true. We got two, this is the first time that we get two <laughs> Vikings games oh, man. in between pods. Wow. All right, what's uh? It's groundbreaking. Who do we play? <laughs> we play at home versus the Rams. Awesome! <laughs> really looking forward to that. We need to finish three and one to to have a good chance of getting into the playoffs. We do. And uh, we got a tough schedule. We, we're really up against the Saints. The, the, the Saints are in that last spot. And the and the, the Washington football team. Right, but yeah, right. But the Saints are seven and seven, so they're a game up on Washington, and they go Dolphins, Panthers, Falcons. Those are all now, very winnable. Those are all very winnable games. Um, but the Dolphins are, like we said, are winners of six straight. Can't disrespect them. And, I mean, let the Saints just shut out the Bucks. Right. I mean, you, you, they probably, couldn't pick a better time to look good. Right. Um, and then the, the Vikes go Bears, Rams, Packers, Bears. Like, 
That, that's, that's, we kind of have tough. to sweep the bears. You, you, have, to, you, you have to. You have to. You can't even get in if you don't sweep the bears. Right. But, I mean, you almost you almost got to win out. You can get in with one loss, but you, ha- you almost have to win out. No. I, I'm going to say we beat the Rams Whoa. at home next week. And I think we beat them a lot better than we beat the, uh, the Bears this game. Wow. It all comes down to if we can pressure Stafford and kind of bottle up the run game. Cooper Cup's going to get his, but if you can take care of the other spots of the field, you're not going to lose to just Cooper Cup. Right. Uh, that said, we're going to lose by three. All right. <laughs> you guys are way more optimistic than I am. I honestly think they haven't looked that good. Um, just with the combination of Aaron Donald ripping Oops. through our offensive line. <laughs> Forgot. And there's three. <laughs> Nick Chubb touchdown. Exactly. Here we That's go. Two, baby. Just Here we throw. Three, two. One more. Right? One more touchdown, and there's each. Oh, there's holding. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, dare take this. Uh, tiny, tiny, tiny sliver of hope. <laughs> Anytime I see a flag on the field, it's like holding. Now just be no taunting. Holding. 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 Offense. Offense. Oh, oh, no. Thanks, Garrett. Thanks for really helping me he out. He did his classic jinx game once again. No, you had to get one more in on me right <laughs> during the playoffs. Classic. Um, but, no, honestly, I think uh, their defensive line is going to eat our offensive line. Um, they have three very talented wide receivers in, in Odell, Cooper Cup, and Van Jefferson. And we are really hurting our cornerback depth. I I have a hard time being optimistic. I think we lose by 10. I say it's 24-14. Uh, all right, and then g- given hearing what the Saints' schedule was and our schedule was rest of the year, we know we're down by one game right now. I think if we win tonight, we're tied. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. So we win tonight, we're tied. Prediction, do we make the playoffs? Do we miss the playoffs? Braden, <laughs> you want to take that one? <laughs> I say Just- no, no, we don't need any reasoning. Just playoffs or no, no playoffs? I'm just, I say in classic Vikings style, we're going to slide in with the last playoff spot and lose in the first round of the playoffs. That's my, that's my call. The other classic is uh, you need to beat the Bears week 17 at home and it looks easy, and then you lose <laughs> and you miss the playoffs. That's true. I'll say that we are uh, the eight seed looking in. I'm going to say we make the playoffs. Okay. And I'm going to say we win in Lambeau. <laughs> First week of the playoffs. Oh, wow. So we're going to be the... the seven seed versus the seven two. Seven seed versus the two seed. So that would mean that we beat the Packers three times in, like, what, eight weeks? We're going to beat like the Packers that? two times in three weeks. Garrett, I changed my prediction to yours because I need my energy to be pushed towards that. <laughs> we're going to gotta do it. Wow. I want his energy, too. Like, All the right. Rams game? We're, 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 gonna, I'm we're, there. we're gonna run this table. We're gonna beat the Packers. Lose a second round. After <laughs> winning five straight. I don't care, Garrett. No, I know. I don't care either. Zimmer needs to go. But I want that more than anything. Absolutely. Wasn't our last I would love to end Aaron Rodgers' tenure as a Packer. <laughs> That'd be incredible. That'd be so great. Speak we talked about it last existence. podcast. We're going to talk about it every podcast from here on out. <laughs> I agree. This is what is going to happen. Wasn't our last playoff appearance just like that, too, where we had a great one against the Saints, and then we faced the 49ers, and then it was just the worst game of all time? Yeah, but <laughs> we beat the Saints, and it was awesome, and we knew that we weren't going to go far, so yeah, we'll take it. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. No, I would love that. I would take that this year. 
That's the highest ceiling to me, and I'll take the highest ceiling every time. Garrett, were we trying to last squeak in anything uh, in on tonight's game? You wanted to maybe go to underdog? I, I thought it'd be kind of fun. This weekend, me, Tanner, Corbin, uh, Carson, up at the family Christmas, did a just a over-under bets on the Saturday night game. We all put 20 bucks in. Weren't even close because it was a five-leg parlay and over-unders. But either way, it was, it was fun to watch a game with the boys. Um... I think we do it again. Even better that it's Vikings. I think um, we can we're do it even the more rest into of the year. It. I think yeah, we might as well do it the rest of the year. Adam, you putting in a five dollar bet with us on a five leg parlay? Ooh. Get in here and help us out. <laughs> five to five to win a hundred. Yeah. Alright. So we're, we're gonna do this. Basically all it is is you, there's certain players and they give you certain um, they give you certain options for over under a Certain number on this on the Vikings game. I'll give you the options for tonight. Um, we've got Kirk Cousins over or under 258 passing yards. Over. I kind of like the over. I'll go over. I'll take, I, that's a lot I of yards. I initially said under. I was leaning under. We can always Is take this off. We, we're, we're, we're just going to go through each player here. We can always take them off after we feel more or less confident. But I, I think I might as well go the whole five legs okay, and go with 20 times your bet. I'm going to say over because of that secondary out. That's and, the consensus. And I can be easily <laughs> convinced on over. All right, I mean, so, so Dalvin, let's take it. Dalvin Cook has just one option here, oh, and it's they took off his receiving yards. Okay. Receiving yards, it looks like. Anyway, it's over under 93 and a half rushing yards. I think maybe you take the under on I think that. I would take the under on that. The Bears have a good rushing defense. Yeah, and their front seven is the only good players. Their secondary is depleted right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I think this is going to be a game that we're going to have to move the ball in the air. I mean, in order for our first bet to work work right, we need the second bet to be low rushing yards. Their secondary has five players missing tonight. Also, yeah. The two starting safeties and three starting corners. I'm going to go under that for sure. Um, JJ's on here three times, but you can only pick him once. Seven and a half receptions. That seems bold to go over. Yeah. Um, 105.5 receiving yards. It went up from when we checked it a half oh, hour man. ago. 105.5 is a lot of receiving yards to bet on somebody. It is. It's a high number. And but, then, but, but we, we can also bet on uh, over or under a half a touchdown. We can bet over on over under a half a touchdown. Is a, is a touchdown more likely than 106 I think a, yards? I think a touchdown is more likely than 106 yards or totally. eight catches. Totally. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I think I think JJ gets a touchdown tonight. Just for all these bets to work, we have to tell a story with it. You can't bet one side and then yeah. and then bet against it on the other. I do think um, if we get to 250 passing yards and it's Justin Jefferson's the only receiving threat besides KJ Osborne and Conklin. Odds are he has over all 100. But but KJ could have an 80 yard touchdown and that makes Absolutely. up Kirk's 250. Um, speaking of KJ, he's on here for 47 and a half yards. You like mm. an over and under there. Now we. We, don't, we, we can always skip KJ, we can skip Tyler Conklin, those are tough guys to read. We've already have three bikes. Yeah, but. I mean, I, I might, to continue with telling the story of a passing offense, KJ over 47 and a half, I mean... And Conk under 30? Or I don't we, know if we bet on Conklin. Yeah, I, I, I think we don't bet on Conklin. That's just a hard bet. Yeah, I agree. Because Conk, Conk, it's like he could have two touchdowns in the red zone, and that's his whole day. <laughs> right, and he could step under 30 yards with those two touchdowns. <laughs> KJ, KJ's coming off 83, or 9 for 83 and 7 for 47. So he would have been under on one of those in games terms by of a yard. Yeah, okay. 
By the way, I checked the Kirk prop, and he's hit over that number 50% of the time, so it's not that, that, that sounds like a good prop. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas did their homework. Um, and then I, I see Justin Fields at uh, over under 205 passing yards, and I think that he's not going to throw that many against us on Monday night. They, they do also have a prop for Justin Fields, 250.5 total. Total yards. I'm not as confident. I could see him running for 100. I could see him running for 100. So it's a 250 total. I, we could go over or under, remember. It doesn't need to be. I, I just think that. the under on oh, 205 so passing good. yards is is juicy. I just, it's a cold weather game, and we're going to be there to, to make the, him not have easy places to throw. You know? Sure. What about the Darnell Mooney 53.5 receiving yards? I, I like would, that. I would you take like the, the over. over. Like yeah, the over. our secondary is. Just terrible. And Mooney's good. Like I feel Mooney's like they're almost undervaluing him there a little bit. Let's see what he's done recently. Oh, so they do. They do have head-to-head. He has his bus games, though. Okay. So you can do a... <laughs> Who's going to have more catches? Dalvin Cook or Darnell Mooney? That is a crazy bet. Um, I mean, Darnell, he's coming off 1 for 19, 5 for 27, and then 5 for 120, 5 for 120. Yeah. So 27-19 his last two games, I mean... He, he should be open, but he might not be. He might not be. Um, we got David Montgomery, 60 and a half rushing yards. I think he goes over 60 and a half. Yeah. If we, if we don't think that uh, he's going to throw, then they're going to have to run. Five and they have to run, yeah. All right, let's lock it all in. Let's, 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 let's figure this out before the game starts. So KJ Osborne, uh, Justin Fields, or Darnell Mooney? Who's our fifth bet? Justin Fields, KJ Osborne. I like Darnell Mooney over those. You like, but but are you like you like the over fifty three and a half, or do you like the? Under I think that's the best. I like the over fifty three and a half. And you think that's a better bet than going KJ Osborne over or under forty seven and a half? KJ Osborne's tough because like, let's see what he's let's see what he's done. He seems like a very boomer bust kind of guy. You know that Mooney is the number one option, and they have a similar yardage prop. But Mooney's literally the number one wide receiver. If, on that if team. we're betting Kirk Cousins over two sixty and JJ over one hundred and five, no, we're not betting JJ over one hundred five. Oh, we're betting we're just JJ doing a touchdown. touchdown. I mean, I think the yards are out there to tell the story to get KJ the, the yards. That's true. I think that there's going to be so much attention on KJ that we. They just took away the KJ bet, which makes me believe that they. But I think we're locked in. Oh, so okay. That makes me believe say, that we're, we're sitting okay with that bet. I will say, even though it does play tell the story, KJ has hit over that that number in one time in the last eight weeks. Right, but you got to remember weeks. that Adam has only been out two games. That's the yeah. first game he went under by only a yard. The second game he went over. Detroit, he was out in Detroit. Out of the Adam Atlanta. was out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So, first of all, do you even want in? Five dollar bet. You owe twenty times your money if you win. So it's hundred bucks. I mean, odds aren't great. We hit. <laughs> odds are low. Odds are pretty but low. <laughs> if we try it these last four weeks, we might get it once. <laughs> Why not? This, no, no pressure. Right. Okay. He's in. Brayden, you have no choice here. You're in. I'm in. <laughs> it's part of the five. <laughs> you know I'm in. All right. So are we doing Kirk da- Kirk over 258? So Kirk needs 259. Dalvin under 93. 
Um, JJ with a touchdown. Is that rushing yards or total yards? For rushing. Just rushing. Okay, okay, okay. KJ with over 47.5 receiving, and then David Montgomery or over 60.5. Do you have to do the David Montgomery over 60.5? No, you can go under, or you can go Justin Fields, or you can go Darnell, Darnell Mooney or Cole Komet. I'm not going to go See, Cole Komet. I almost <laughs> like Darnell for over 53.5 over um, Montgomery. Or over KJ, because I could see I could see a pass where Montgomery's putting in you know 15 carries or something, and then he's he's putting up less than that. But that's just rushing. We, yards, we right? did shut down Najee Harris. We did. I mean, how many yards did he have? Not that many. I think he still went for like 100. Uh, did, yeah. did he? Well, sure the, he did. the first half we shut down everything. He did. Part of it too is that Fields could yeah, cannibalize Montgomery's rushing with with his rushing. I kind of want to see what um, what Montgomery's been doing. We don't got a lot of time here. No, we don't. What, 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 what? We have. It's always smart to make uh, uh, financial decisions when you're under a lot of pressure and have to just make <laughs> rapid decisions. <laughs> so he hasn't hit. He's also only hit 60 rushing yards once in the last that that number once in the last five weeks. Montgomery. But they have they been playing the Vikings. At home and That's true. We've been a bad run defense. That's true. Um, well, I lean, I lean Darnell a little bit, but well, that's fine. I'll take, uh, if you we'll, guys we'll, want we'll to go there, so we do we want KJ or do we want David Montgomery? We want KJ over the forty. I'd probably take KJ over. Okay, sure. So we've got Kirk over two fifty nine. Dalvin ninety three or under. JJ with a touchdown. KJ with over 48 yards. Darnell Mooney, 54 yards or more. Sounds good. $20 bet pays Is up Is that total yards? Because sometimes they give no, them No, sweeps. it's just receiving. Okay. We good? Yeah, why not? Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> All right. Let's do the wild card. Oh, no! <laughs> it's always the wild I thought card. They, I thought we were locked in with KJ, but we weren't. They, like, they took off the bet before we submitted it. I do either Montgomery then. So we we gotta we either gotta pick Montgomery or Fields. Fields is Fields like a wild card. Just I like think Fields is wild. Do we want to go under six and a half? Fields' his last three games: two twenty four, seventy nine, two ninety one, one seventy five. That's three. Yeah. But total yards. What's his rushing? It doesn't matter about oh total. Yeah, there's a total. Would take a lot too. 103. He's averaging like fifty plus. I feel like that total yards would be even a safer bet than two fifty and a half. I think but it's forty five extra yards right. between rushing and passing. I think he's going over forty five rushing. Right. He's got forty three, thirty eight, so, so one hundred three, so forty five. So you like the over two and two fifty point five? No. If we're going fields, if we're going fields, I'm not saying he goes over. I'm saying he goes under. Under two fifty point five. If we're doing that, more likely he's under two hundred and five passing. Yeah, yeah, it's more likely he's under two. Okay, let's do that. So we're going under two hundred five passing. Oh man, I don't even think we're gonna get this bet in because now they took Dalvin Cook off on all the props. Let's just reload this. Yeah, reload the page, sir. What the heck? Oh, they're changing the props as we go. What? So we got. Uh, Dalvin is now <laughs> 17 and a half receiving yards. You can go over under. Slam the over. Let's, yeah. let's rapidly lock something in here, Garrett. Over, under. <laughs> All right, so they brought KJ back. Would you like KJ or do you like Keep Justin the, Fields? Keep KJ over Justin Fields, I think. Yeah. Okay. We're just going to submit this thing. We got it. <laughs> Kirk over 259. <laughs> JJ with a touchdown. Darnell Mooney over 54. Fields under 205 passing. 
Dalvin, 18 yards receiving or more. <laughs> All right. We didn't discuss most of that in depth. I love it. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Um, uh, anything to close off? Is, is there anything crazy that needs to be talked about next week? I don't think so, man. I'm I'm getting a little hungry. I mean, <laughs> we we did all of our work this week. We'll we'll, we'll uh, be a little bit more prepared next week to kind of get into that. Yeah, it's the playoffs. We're only talking to like a few people at this point. You might as well just react. For yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. There's, there's going to be two, four teams in your league that care about the, the game anymore. So, oh, I do got to say, I, I just got to have one flex because I haven't been able to flex all year. I made it to the next round of the playoffs in Dynasty. I thought That's your flex was going to be Ronald Jones, baby. Yeah. Oh, Ronald Ron- Jones time. That was next. That was next. Watch <laughs> out. Watch Ronald out. Jones, league winner in the playoffs. It was a slow burn take. Get ready, baby. It was Leonard Fournette time last year. It's Ronald Jones time this year. Braden knew it all along. <laughs> Playoff Ronnie. Was waiting for. Playoff Ronnie, baby. Watch out. Playoff Ronnie the second. All right, Skull Vikes. Skull Vikes. Skull Vikes. Skull Vikes. And uh, later, dudes. Nice. We went nice. on. This is going to be a 